welcome to the first ever episode of Storytime. With Belle. And Isabel. So basically this is just going to be a podcast about stories and it's because I just love stories so much and it wasn't even so much that growing up like my parents would always read me bedtime stories or anything but I was just obsessed with the idea of hearing stories that other people had to tell and just stories about other people. I was obsessed about hearing stories about my grandparents and whenever we would go on road trips growing up my parents made sure that instead of us listening to music or reading books or playing games that they would tell us stories from their past. Uh, I would hear stories of my dad when he was in Puerto Rico, stories from my mom when she would travel to the Dominican Republic, and the older that I've got, I feel like those stories are just so valuable and meaningful to me, because mm-hmm. over and over on those trips, like they would tell us the exact same stories, but even though I heard those stories a million times, it's things that I hope one day I will be able to tell my own kids I'll be able to say your grandma told me this and your great grandpa he was a code breaker during world war ii and it's just like I don't know I just really love stories and hearing these like it makes me feel closer to relatives that passed away relatives I don't see so much and I don't know they're just something that I hope that I cherish and I feel like a lot of times those stories can actually help me get through different situations. There's so many stories I remember hearing throughout school, like I went to a private school and a lot of times the teachers would just take the first five minutes of our day and instead of just starting the lesson they would tell us a story. And I don't know if they realize how much that actually impact me and impact me and actually just made my whole day because instead of focusing on like how to find x or y they would be like you know what? i'm gonna tell you this story that has this life lesson in it that maybe will impact you someday and i still remember those stories and i still think about them whenever i'm sad or whenever i'm going through something i'll be like you know what that person told me this story and it had this life lesson and this is how they got through it and this is where they are now yeah correct so yeah this is basically a podcast about hearing stories telling stories and listening to stories we can also think of it as like a little memoir, a little, um, what's the thing called? A space capsule, time capsule. A time capsule. Yeah, of different people's stories and because like, this yeah. will go on, be available forever. Forever and ever. And like yeah. I said, like I hope that one day I can just like tell my kids like, hey, your grandma said this. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It's incredible. Yeah, for me, stories are a way of processing through things processing different emotions and such i recently learned like within adulthood that um, we process situations and emotions in different ways Mm -hmm. for me i'm a very internal processor so i like to process things in my head or like write things down before i say them out loud so this all and like adulthood included has been a real struggle for me and um if you don't know we do live together and we have one more roommate so um and I'm an only child so going from not having like anybody to process things with to having like two awesome people two friends why thank you yeah (laughs) who are like trying to help me process things more externally 
I feel like this is just another, you know, asset and it's going to be very beneficial for me to process things out loud. But also, um, my parents are Brazilian, so I'm full-blooded Brazilian, even though I don't really act like it sometimes, which <laughs> that's like a whole nother thing that I'm going to have to go into, but, um, about like identity and stuff. But as like a first generation immigrant, I have heard stories mm -hmm. with like my friend, my mom's friends group and such that are just unique and unique to like your eyes, I guess, and yeah. people who are not immigrants. So this could also be a platform in which I, you know, I have a voice that I can, you know, speak about certain stories that I've heard on the immigrant experience and tell my story too and hopefully relate it to some people who are listening. I think I that's something that's going to be very beneficial just to hear the value of other people's perspectives because obviously, especially the world that we live in now, everyone has different stories everyone has different opinions everybody's gone through different things and we can't fully understand that until people start to talk about what they've gone through correct and so like if somebody tells me a story about a time like where they lost their dog and they found it like that's beneficial to them because that helped them to figure out what to do in that situation if somebody tells me a story where they like ripped their pants so that's <laughs> beneficial to them because that was like a moment like where they had to learn how to laugh at themselves exactly and yes, so i completely like, agree. everything comes together to just show us other people's perspectives on life and also history repeats itself and Probably, yes. so i'm i'm obsessed with like languages and different cultures and stuff and storytelling is a is in the center of like everything that's Literally. how like traditions are formed whether it's like oral orally or like written down it is the center of our culture if you think about it in a way like almost every single thing like stems from something that was passed on from other people exactly we have the bible we have history books we have language languages uh like sports, fables, sports yeah. yeah music another thing which i love <laughs> yeah it's an art form. Storytelling Storytelling is an art form that we all have the gift of. I thought you said ant farm at first. And ah! I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I was like, this in. <laughs> My articulation will become so much better after this as well. <laughs> also, you said you mentioned the Bible. We are two women of faith. Amen. On different journeys. <laughs> just like everybody else is on this whole planet but this is also going to be an outlet for that yes mm -hmm. i think it's really important that two people can civilly discuss things and at the end of the day even if we don't agree on a hundred agree 100 percent what the other person says we can still love each other and we can still see the value of the other person because yeah. I think it's really important to point out that you don't have to fully agree with someone to love them and I think that's something else where stories can come in like I think that stories can show you how that you should treat like how to treat other people because mm -hmm. I, people have told me stories before and I'm like I've never and like because normal okay if you think about it a story has like a few parts it has like like what is that like one thing like the rise the, the rise in the story it's like you, the it has rising like, action like the rising action the climax, like the climax and then the it resolution. has the resolution and, and then oh, yeah. 
and like stories normally have like a point like there's normally this like this important lesson that you learn from a story no matter what it is so yeah and so I just completely lost my train of thought. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> You're good. What was I even saying? Um, it, well, I was talking about, like, faith and stuff. I literally have yeah. no idea where I was going with that's, that. That's a-okay. It's all part. That is part of the life. experience. <laughs> yeah. And also, life is, like, an ongoing story. So we would also like to share a little bit of what we're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Would you like to start? with your story with my story yeah <laughs> um i don't really have a story written down but i guess i'll i'll start um or let's start with me growing up as a first-generation immigrant um, and an only child and having, like, divorced parents. So I have really benefited from... It's going to sound really stupid, but... I mean, it's not stupid, but, like, media and culture in general because I've always had trouble with relationships. So... Um, one of the easiest things that I did as a child was, is, like, to be the observer. I was always observing people and how they interacted and, um, or watching shows, movies, listening to music, that sort of thing, just to get, like, some form of connection. Wow. Yeah. And, like... It was also good because I started, you know, as a child, you create your own little stories and have yeah. the imaginary things and stuff. And I feel like that sparked my creativity. It's too bad that I didn't um, really put my creativity to use in, like, the physical form because we didn't have the resources growing up for mm -hmm. me to, like, take any... Uh, classes like with art classes and stuff. I took a dance class though, oh, which really? like was really awesome. And if I ever get the chance again, I would love to do dance. But um, yeah, faith has always been like a really strong, like you just can't debate <laughs> about it, like topic and yeah. in our family, and so at the moment I'm trying to like dissect what like that means for me and I'm trying to come to terms with that I'm allowed to think differently about certain things that like um were deemed as the only way you know what I mean mm -hmm. growing up yeah. yeah I feel like that is a huge part of growing up though is like coming to I don't want to say like your own faith but like realizing like what you believe and what your parents believe and realizing that it doesn't have to be the same mm -hmm. and that's definitely something that I had to work on too was just being like okay I was like like after you study the bible after like you like 
follow along with like the way that Christ lived like I had to really be like okay I was like this is what my church taught me this is what my parents taught me and this is what I believe and so that when people would be like oh like well what do you believe and I would say something they're like well is that just like what your parents believe and I'm like no, no this is what I believe yeah and this is like where I think scripture backs it up and I think that's like a, also just a big part of life and yeah, it's a them. great lesson to learn mm-hmm. and one that I had to learn recently is to sit down with myself and ask myself like deep questions yeah also when it comes to like relationships whether it be platonic or not um I feel like you need when you're asking like a new friend or like a new acquaintance a question that you want to know you kind of need to have your response like your answer to that question yeah 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 and I don't know I feel like that that really helps in like becoming more of a well-rounded person and also just showing like you actually like and I feel like to me like that shows that you actually care about people as being like oh like but like also I like this too like Mm -hmm. so you don't have to be like like if I ask you like what your favorite color is and then you ask me what mine is I'm like well I don't know I'm like well then why yeah why why did you just ask me that question yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah I'm like I just want to know yep same thing with like religion like yep I growing up I met some people who had who were in a different faith than I was who had a different practice different faith whatever and I would ask them you know because I've never met anybody in who practiced that faith before like why do you practice what I don't really understand and then like they would give me an answer and then some of them would ask me like the same question and I'd didn't really have a response my response would be like oh I grew up yeah I grew up with it this is the only thing I know some of my biggest biggest regrets in life are answering questions like why do you act like you do and why are you so happy why do you act different than us as oh that's just how I grew up that is some of my biggest regrets in life because I'm like I could have easily I could have easily told you the story of Christ. I could have easily, mm-hmm. not like saying that like whatever I was going to say was going to be like, they were going to be like, oh my goodness, I'm a Christian now. But like, I could have like just planted a little seed in them. And that's some of my biggest regrets. And like, there is rarely a day that I, that goes by that I don't think back on those times. I miss those opportunities. And I'm like, that is so like selfish of me to have not said anything. I don't, th- uh, I think you're being a little too hard on yourself, honestly. Yeah. Because you're looking at this now with a brand new set of eyes. You right, you right. And if it wasn't for those experiences, like I always say, you would not, you know, be, in be the able place. to grow. Yeah. Because all experiences lead, lead up. up to one moment in time. To the present moment. Yes. Sit on that. Really sit on sit that. Sit on that. Sit on it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I truly believe that. I, and oh it really gosh. is because if you if you really do think about it. And that's like how that is like stories building up. Like look at the Bible. Like everything points to Christ. Everything points to one moment. If you look in a history book, everything or just any book, everything from the beginning points to the end of that story. And the end of the story is where you are right now. So everything that happened, the time when I ripped my pants because I fell off of a fence, like when I was five, has led up to the moment of me sitting in a car right now doing this podcast. Also, 
trying to figure out how a POS system works. Oh my gosh. But that's not important. <laughs> besides the point. That is besides the point. All the moments that I've spent in my room by myself or like have avoided certain friendships because I knew that they were not going to be beneficial has led up, has led to this moment. Yeah. 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 And I'm grateful for it. You need to look at your past self as you need to look at your younger self with forgiving eyes and grateful eyes. Yeah. There's so much, like, maturing that happens, I feel like. They did the best that they could. (laughs) Yeah. With, yeah, the tools that were set out. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like so many people are hard on themselves about that. They'll be like, when I was, when I was in high school, I did this. Or when I was in middle school, I made this mistake. And I'm like, okay, like, I still love you. Yeah. And I know that God still loves you. And I know that there's a whole lot of people who love you. And I know that... Some people don't have families who love them because of the mm-hmm. mistakes that they made. And I'm I, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. And I hope that things get better with that. But, like, that, like, shouldn't make... Like, that doesn't give you, to, you the right to feel bad about yourself. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, like, you can't ever have bad days. But, like, you should look at life, like, as an opportunity to make every single day better. No matter what your past was. Better no matter yesterday. what, Yeah, no matter what you did yesterday. No matter what you did ten seconds ago. Like, there is still opportunity for forgiveness and change. Mm -hmm. And it's all about your mindset and your heart set. Like, how are you going to live each day? How are you going to live every single moment of the day? How are you going to take that thing from 10 years ago that's still a burden on you? Like, how are you going to take that and change that and make that into something that can just be helpful and useful in your own life? Yeah, and produce fruit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. That is good stuff. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead and... I feel like you've touched on some things already. Yeah, I don't know where to start, so... Dang, my life. Yeah, and it's like... (laughs) Yeah, it's like, as you could tell, I did not give, like, a whole life recap because, like throughout this whole thing you're gonna get like inner interjections yeah day one i was born in a hospital (laughs) in the sweet sweet state (laughs) of oh i was born at the hospital that every single person in ohio is born in so you guys can figure that out for yourselves if you know me actually Um, i don't think i was born in that hospital (laughs) (laughs) okay well she's too good for that hospital but you know so I'm just going to give you a real quick recap. Yeah. Um, so as I briefly mentioned earlier, uh, I, was, I said that my parents, would, my dad would tell stories about when he was in Puerto Rico and my mom would tell stories about when she was in the Dominican Republic. So my dad is Puerto Rican, my mom is American, but she taught uh, English to people in the Dominican Republic for a few years. Mm-hmm. So um, Hispanic culture is like, been like a big thing in my family like yeah but I do not speak Spanish and I just want to point that out that not every single Hispanic person speaks Spanish and that does not make me any less Hispanic and I just want to point that out yeah. because people think that's, that's a thing but that's so growing up my family was really really close like we we're just a so normal just a normal family like we all grew up in church like everything like I don't know 
there's not really my life is not that exciting like I grew up in church grew up in a Christian school but you know school. why that is it's because you haven't looked at your life in like a different yeah a I, different ha- I, way. I haven't looked at my life other than like what I like what I haven't looked at my life I have not looked at my life from an outside point of view that's what I'm trying there to say there you go but I guess like I don't know like exciting things I'm trying to think like I've had a lot of opportunities. I've gotten to go on missions trips. I'm mm-hmm. in culinary school. Like, I get to go to Italy this summer on an internship if the country reopens. Hopefully. <laughs> Please, Jesus. Um, like, I don't know. There's just, like, a lot of cool stuff that I've gotten to do. But, like, a lot of my life just, rep- like, revolves around... I'm not... I'm just gonna... Like, a lot of my life revolves around food. And I feel like a lot of people are like, I eat all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> I also eat all the time. But, like, a very, very big important part of my life is cooking. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, my one goal in life is to be a chef and to possibly open up my own restaurant someday. And, um... And also just to be, like... A, like a disciple for Jesus like that's just something that's also like faith is very very important to me and it's something that I try not to put on the back burner which I'm not saying that doesn't all like that it doesn't happen because obviously we all struggle but yeah I just have like a typical family that does typical things like don't really go on vacation that much but we come up with our own like little road trips those road trips that I mentioned like, the amount of times I have gone to the, uh, Air Force Museum, like, <laughs> I can be a tour guide around <laughs> Wow. But, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm very, so I actually, unlike Belle, I had a brother. <laughs> Ouch! I have a sibling. But I'm very thankful that we are roommates, because it is nice to have someone who is, like, a sister. I love my brother, but, like, I always wanted a sister, so starts wow. crying <laughs> no wow that was but really sweet yeah i don't like i really don't want to get like super in-depth with our stories because i'm Correct. sure we could each talk like 45 minutes i feel like we could i feel like i could have said a lot more things than i did but that's okay you know it's a good to give like a little a little, little serious undertone you don't <laughs> really know that much about me huh you can learn at some <laughs> other point exactly if you want to get to know me like, but, oh. um, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna claim this. So the podcast was actually my idea and I'm yeah, definitely. saying that because I have for the longest time I've wanted to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I wanted to be about stories because I just love stories so much. And so, like I said, my parents, like, like my mom would read me bedtime stories every once in a while, every once in a while, but it wasn't like an every night thing, but like. The people who would tell me stories, like, mostly were my teachers, my grandparents, and, like, my family on, like, road trips. But, like, there have been, like, the people who have impacted me most were also the people who told me stories the most. So I had a teacher in high school, loved this man, and he just told the best stories. And I feel like nobody else actually appreciated them as much as I did. I would just sit in class, and I'd, like... I don't know what this was, but, like, I would just be struggling with anxiety or Mm -hmm. something, and I would walk, he was my second period class, so, like, it was after first period, and it was, like, after, like, 
you would just get so tired during second period. I don't know about everybody else, but during second period, I was always so tired. <laughs> Depending on the subject, yes. It was like an English class. So I oh was my. like, I was like, I don't want to. I've always had like math in the first yeah. half of the day. Ugh. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'd always like walk into his class and I'd be like struggling with something and I'd sit down and he'd be like, I'm going to tell you guys a story about something. And it would be like the exact same thing I was going through. And I was like, Jesus, it's not, what is this? Yeah, not I'm a like, coincidence. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> so I would just love this man's stories. Or like, even if it wasn't exactly what I was going through, it would be a story that would literally make my day. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, sitting here and I'm like, these stories are amazing. And like, that's just something that I'm like, if he, if this person who is my teacher, so like, obviously I'm not like, it's not like I know everything about him but I'm like if this person who I kind of know has all these stories how much more wisdom and value and input can someone who is sitting in a coffee shop or sitting out on a street can like how much can they tell me and it's just like ever since like high school and stuff I was like I want to learn as much as I can from other people because hearing other people's stories like the ones I've heard has just made me realize how much on life that like I'm not hearing about yeah because everyone has a different perspective right so like I don't know like even if we just have to talk to random strangers or even if we just have to like dig into the deepest deepest depths of the brains of people that we know because I feel like there's a lot of people who have stories and they've gone through stuff and they just don't feel like it's valuable enough to share every yeah but like I'm like like me (laughs) yeah like everything like I'm trying to think of some stories that I've heard that like okay one of my favorite stories that my mom tells me, like, whenever like, we were on road trips and stuff, was when she was in the, Domin- the Dominican Republic, and she found, she was taking a shower, <laughs> and she found a frog in the shower, and she was freaking out. There's, like, this little toad on the wall, and she's, like, <laughs> flipping out, and I love that story so much. And, like, is there a life lesson in that? Maybe to check the shower before you go in. But I love that story so much because, like, whenever she tells me it, like, she has so much joy because it's reminding her of when she went back to the DR. Yeah. And so, like, I'm not planning on going to the Dominican Republic at any point, like, at any point in time soon. But, like, someone who is, like, that can be, like, like, wow, like, it's not all scary or anything. Like, fun stuff happens there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't see toads or frogs in your shower normally. Not normally. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be a fun thing to experience in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. I mean, maybe you do. We don't. I hope not. If I, I ever see... So. If I ever see a frog in the shower... I love frogs, but if I ever see one in the shower, that's a little too far. I lived in Indiana once, and um, <laughs> it was, like, really close. We were next-door neighbors to, like, a farmhouse... That didn't have, like, a lot of farm animals. But anyways. Um, it's kind of sad. I mean, it was, like, it was, like, a, a small barn. It wasn't, like, I think, man. I don't know the animals that they had. But point is, we had a whole lot of uh, trees, cornfields and such. So, I mean, I just wanted to say that I, I saw I've seen a toad. <laughs> that entire <laughs> story was up. leading up to saying that I I've, have seen a toad. Yes. That <laughs> that's like another shirt. cool thing because with meeting new people and stuff, we can also like unlock sort of the stories that we have and experienced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, you know, wasn't planning on sharing <laughs> that little toad story, but <laughs> it was something that happened and it's relatable. So, has there, like, 
or not how is there do you have any stories that like right off the top of your mind that you're like dang I love that story so much because I have a few and I think it'd be cool if we could each share one if like we could just share an important story in our life it doesn't even have to be about you it can be something that you've heard um I mean the one on top of my head is not really significant but the or whole point because that's that's the point yeah exactly. it might not be significant to you but it might be significant to somebody else and that significance might even just be like someone laughing yeah and yeah. like if that's and, like, like getting enough, to know me as yeah. a person better and you hi and me hey. <laughs> um so i've <laughs> i lived six years in brazil as well because my parents and stuff but um I oh I went to a private preschool. I don't know if I've ever told you. What? <laughs> so she's a private girl as well. A private school girl. Um no, it was like literally a year. But okay. Um also just like a little side note. Which is like just I just have so much appreciation for this for the thing that I'm about to say. <laughs> I just want to, like, jump in here and say that, like, this whole podcast will just be us going off the rails on the rabbit trails. Like, that's literally, like, why earlier I started, like, a really good thought. And then my mind was just, like, no. (laughs) Let me cut you off. The answer is no. (laughs) It is an off-topic thought. Yes. (laughs) Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're okay. So... This isn't really related to the story, but it is very related to my time in Brazil. Um, My parents did not, like, come from a wealthy family at all. And, like, they were doing okay, but they weren't super well off. My grandfather, though, um, from my mom's side, had, like, money... So, the thing is when you, or I don't know if the laws changed or whatever, but at that time, so he died, whatever. Yeah, but I didn't meet him. Okay. And, like, my mom spent minimal time with him. Um, But, so, my grandma received, like, his retire, like, social security type thing. Okay. Yeah. So, she had, like, money. Um, So, that's why I was able to go to, like... Um, a private preschool which is important because um, if you know well you shouldn't like have bad assumptions about like countries or but the school system in Brazil back then like wasn't too great it was a private school in Brazil exactly okay okay yeah so I was very fortunate that my grandmother literally out of pocket paid Wow. For me to go to school. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. 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 Like, it's, yeah, it's just wild. That's because, crazy like, to think about. she. I was born here. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. I was just, I'm just really touched with that. That's so yeah. sweet. But, anyways. The story is, like, a little less significant than that. (laughs) Like, yeah, okay. So, um, my parents owned... I don't... 
they sold a whole bunch of stuff. They 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 owned a little store in like uh we lived in like a little a little city. So they own, owned the store in like the downtown area, very close, very close to our house. Let me go downtown. Walking through the city. <laughs> Sorry. Making my way down. <laughs> Walking fast faces past the homebound. Also, that will be a thing. We will quote and reference vines and TikToks and music and stuff because that's just who we are. Um, yeah, so my parents would walk every day. It was like a 10 minute walk from like our, our little townhouse or whatever to their store. But um, I would walk as well. My mom would pick me up and we would walk from my preschool to the store, like after school. Okay. Yeah. And I just, there are some vivid, there are a lot of vivid memories. Well, the memories that I have are vivid, but they are few. Mm-hmm. And one of those is that there was like a little loft area, but it was like kind of closed off, like in the top. And my dad, like, chose to, like, rebuild it and, like, refurbish it and everything for me. Aww. So that when I, you know, got home from preschool, I could, like, walk up this little ladder thing in the loft. And, like, I had, there was, like, a little, a small TV. I watched the, is it, like, the, the, the Big Bear in the Blue House. Yeah, I literally watched yes. the the Portuguese dubbed version. I said that was in Portuguese. Yes. <laughs> it was. I had like dolls and like a little tent with like a mattress underneath it. The picture in my head right now is like so cute. It is. Yeah, yeah. It was so adorable, but like that also shows my father's character, and it is still very prevalent, like Aww. to that day, to this day. Like, he is still always for me. He will literally build me. <laughs> build me anything. <laughs> like that is now. so sweet. Yeah. But I have memories of, you know, my parents, like, watching my parents work and stuff. Yeah. That's my comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, the bear, like, in, like, the words being, like, not, like, in not sync. Not in sync at all. <laughs> I mean, first of all, they were puppets, so it's, like, not even in sync in English. English. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, as a, as a, oh, my gosh, I was, like, younger than you five. Like four. Yeah, like, four or five. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, to my mind, it just, you know, didn't matter. They were cute puppets. <laughs> yeah. No, they weren't even puppets. I don't know. But, yeah. Okay. I have a story. Um... Once again, this is, like, not a story about me, but this is actually another story that my mom told me that I just, like, got reminded of. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) this is, like, if any of you guys know my mom, like, she is smart. Like, don't take this against her. When she was younger, they lived on a farm right next to, I guess, like, they didn't have a farm, but, like, they had a lot of land, and they lived next to somebody who had a farm, and in this farm, they raised lambs. Like, they had a lamb farm, and my mom was probably, like, six at the time, and they had, her parents set one rule. (laughs) They were like, do not pet the lamb. They were like, you can look at the lamb, 
if <laughs> there if like that if the owner of the lamb is out you can ask to pet it but if there is no one around do not touch the lamp do not get close to the fence just don't do it because you're little anyway so my six-year-old mom runs outside she's making her way down to this fence nobody's around Mm -hmm. and this lamb comes up to the fence Mm, and she's looking at it and it's looking at her and it's looking at her (laughs) (laughs) and she takes her hand and she goes to pet it and she's petting this lamb and obviously it's like soft because it's a lamb (laughs) and she like decides to like feed the lamb something and this lamb bites her thumb yeah which like obviously like i don't know like lamb bite whatever i would just like to point out she ends up getting like gangrene or some sort of disease from this lamb kills the lamb (laughs) (laughs) the lamb ends up dying but that's like that's a whole different thing so anyway she ends up killing the lamb but like obviously it didn't just die right away so bites her and she automatically it was like you know like when you get in trouble and it's like that automatic switch like after your parents say something and then you do it like there's this automatic like guilt and so so she gets bit in the thumb and her first thought is like i need to hide hide this of course so she manages to hide this for like three weeks in this three week time period her arm is starting to swell up and turn green so she ends up getting this like weird disease and eventually i think the second week i think my grandma caught on but like let it go for a little bit longer just to give her the opportunity to say something it ends up getting to the point like where she literally like can't move her arm but then also then the lamb dies and so they're like ah we're like they're like something's up we caught you in 40 for it yeah (laughs) the lamb died so Eventually, like, she ends up having to, like, get... This is, like, really nasty, but, like, she ends up having to get, like, her, like, arm drained and having to get stitches and stuff. But I think that story is so funny because, like, my, like, my uncle, like, her brother, will always tell this story and he'll be like, and the lamb died. And the lamb died. And I'm like, he'll be like, have you ever heard the story of when your mom killed, killed a, a lamb? lamb? <laughs> and I just think it's so funny because, like, obviously, like, it's sad because the lamb died and, like, she was being disobedient. But, like, so that happened, right? <laughs> but, like, she and, killed an animal. And she killed the an animal. Yeah. But, like, I think it's funny because um, when I was, like, six, my younger cousin did the exact same thing. Not with the lamb, but we were at my Uncle Ronnie's house. He lives out on a farm. Because why not? You know, just run Because history repeats itself. Because history repeats itself. Uh-huh. And my cousin goes... Uh, so, we were at, their, like, his house. Like, my my uncle Ronnie's house mm-hmm. and all of the parents were like kids there is one thing in the house that you may not touch he had a can crusher like on the wall to crush yeah. like cans they were like do not touch the can crusher my little cousin yeah goes up to the can crusher ends up crushing his finger and hides it one or the four like he crushes his thumb his thumb he crushes his thumb yeah and decides to hide it yeah, and so literally, like he's hiding this behind his back, and the parents are like, "Why is there blood on the floor?" Oh. And he's like, "It's it's nothing." And I'm literally like, me, my brother, and his, and like my cousin's brother. So I guess my cousin. Yeah. We're all looking at my younger cousin, being like, "You can't hide like, what blood." Are, literally, yeah. he's holding this behind his hand, and like 
he's like not crying or anything until oh my his mom goes up to him and is like Bro. Did you crush your finger? And he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and so I guess that's just something that runs in the family. It's just it like, high, literally, like, this is, it's the the cycle. It's your the parents other. tell you not to do something. Mm-hmm. You do something. You either, and it has to do with your thumb, too, so. But you haven't done it, anything like that, have you? The only thing that I've done that my parents told me not to do that I remember of because I am literally a poster child for good behavior, but we can get into that a different time. Opposed to what? Uh, I'm a poster child for good behavior. Oh, and, okay, okay. Yeah. I was a little side note. I have asked people before, like people will ask me what the worst thing that I've done is, and I will ask people, I'm like, what is the worst thing that I have ever done? And they're like, I don't know. And I was talking to my brother, and I was like. I was like, what's something embarrassing that I've done? Like, what's something bad that I've done? And he's like, I literally can't think of anything. And I'm like, I can't either. Not saying that I'm perfect or anything, Mm because obviously, like, there's, like, sin struggles and stuff. But, like, I've just never been one, like, where I'm like, let me do something that's bad. But, like, (laughs) the only thing I can, like, really remember, like, growing up was my parents were, like don't drink vanilla extract and i was like it oh my god i think i drank some because i was like it smells good though and obviously if you've ever had plain vanilla extract it does not taste good i mean think about it when you're when the recipe asks for it it's like a pinch <laughs> like one single drop a pinch <laughs> like of enough. vanilla extract yeah, yeah pinch. exactly like you, you you put a pinch like yep. between your index finger and thumb <laughs> a, pinch. <laughs> a pinch yes but no. I just think it's funny because, yeah. Not the lamb part, again. We don't support animal cruelty. <laughs> but apparently my mom does. I'm kidding. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, Mom. PETA is going PETA is going right insane. <laughs> <sighs> yes. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for my kids to kill a lamb. Exactly. And hear this. Oh, my gosh. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and drink vanilla extract. Oh, okay, so also, some just random other stuff that I did when I was little. So, there was, like, obviously, if you grew up in a Christian household, you understand certain things, mm-hmm. most likely, like, you understand VeggieTales, you understand oh, yes. Adventures and Odyssey, and, like, there's, like, in most Christian households in the 2000s, like, you got spanked. And so, like, you either got spanked, you got put in timeout, or you got your mouth washed out with soap. <laughs> At least that's how it was, like, within, like, my group of whatever of people that I knew. Yeah. That was, like, the three... That was, like, the trinity of, like, punishment, right? Oh. And so, mm-hmm. that's how it was in my house. You either got a timeout, you got spanked, like, you got spanked, or you got your mouth washed out with soap. And, that, like, it just, like, depended on, like, what you did, obviously. Correct. And so, one time, my brother did something. I don't even remember what it was. But he got his mouth washed out with soap. And me, being, like, the little sister who wants to be, like, her big brother, was like, I want my mouth washed out with soap, too. No. So I straight up, like, just put soap into my mouth. Like a bar of soap. I can't remember. I think it was actually liquid soap. I think I was just, like, <laughs> like squeeze, squeeze onto my tongue. Because I was like, I just wanted to see what it tastes like. I'm like, he gets to taste it, so so should I. Oh, that's a punishment. I know. <laughs> Oh my. I think my mom walked in and she was like, I, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, punish you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, rinse and then let me <laughs> do, do it, it again. To you. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. That wasn't a movie. Wasn't, was that not in the a Christmas story where he got his mouth washed out with like a bar of soap or something? I have never seen that movie. Oh really? Never ever. I was not, so I wasn't going to watch it growing up and I thought it was because it was like, 
because like it was inappropriate or something and like I found out later on my mom was literally just like no I just thought that movie was annoying and I was like so for like the last like 14 years of my life I've not watched this movie because you thought it was annoying and I was like okay and like now it's like it's, I don't know, it's just gone to the point like where I'm like, I don't even like, care anymore. Cause I'm like, no, yeah. We went all the way up to the house where it was filmed. It was filmed in Ohio. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. we went there, and I was like the only person that hadn't watched the film. Oh, you haven't seen either? No, I have. It, it's been like very recent. Oh, okay. Yeah, but at the time when we visited the house, I was like, okay, cool. Like, well, I didn't know like, anything about it, yeah. Um. Oh my goodness, what's it even called? I went to Universal, and I had not seen Harry Potter, and so like, oh, I yes. went to, like, Universal, I went to the Harry Potter thing, and I'm like, wow, I'm like, this is really cool. I wish I knew what I know, like, meant. I have no idea what any of this stuff is. Yeah. And I'm like, I know who Snape is, and I've heard of Butterbeer, but that's about it. <laughs> did you try Butterbeer? I did. Oh my gosh, I want to try Butterbeer so bad. Okay. That's Just so funny. full yeah. on honesty, like, it wasn't bad, but, like, it's very overpriced for what you get. Well, yeah, because they profit off, you know, yeah. the experience. The experience. I drank butterbeer. I know, and I'm like, it's like, it's At literally Hogwarts, like... where's my letter? Yeah. <laughs> it's basically butterscotch cream soda. That's, like, all it is. With, like, some foam on top. I thought it was root beer. I don't think so. And, I mean, I guess it could be butterscotch root beer. I don't know. I, there are recipes out there, I'm sure. Yeah. But that's a, that's an interesting thing. I grew up in, like, that way, kind of, like, the opposite. I was, like, allowed to watch things. Although there is an incidence where <laughs> I, I remember agree. an authoritative family member specifically saying, you will not watch this in my household because I think... It's inappropriate. But anyway, there has only been that one time. Are you going to tell me, like, what it was? Yeah, it was Glee. because oh, okay. Because the, the one guy was gay. Ah. Uh, yeah. Yup. Skirt, like, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though, because one time I was in a, in a doctor's office in the waiting room with this person and with my mom and uh, there was an interview on TV, and it was him. And then I was like, oh, I know that guy. He's from Glee. So, yeah. And then she was like, you watch Glee? <laughs> you watch that gay show? <laughs> she didn't say it like that. But um, but anyways, yeah, that's, that's something that we differ in. I've watched all the Harry Potters. I tried reading the book when I was, like, in fifth grade, but I just... It was a big boy, okay? I couldn't get into it. <laughs> Make it thick. <laughs> he was thick. Um, and, like, I don't know. I ha- haven't really had the opportunity to go to Universal. And, like, I don't I don't know if I... I mean, I guess I would go now. All but, I'll say yeah. is that I think that if you're going to go to Florida, from, like, if you live in Ohio, I think if you're going to go to Florida, I would say go to Disney World mm-hmm. and then go to the Universal Boardwalk. Like, it's, like, the part that you, like, that's before you get into Disney, not Disney World, sorry. It's the part before you go into the Universal Park. So, it's all free, and it's basically, like, um, like, a shopping center on steroids. (laughs) And, like, it was really cool, because, like, there was, like, 
chocolate factories. Is that like where they're, Epcot? Is that Epcot? No, so or that's like, Disney World. So where's like the f- the food from like different countries? That is Epcot. Yeah, okay. but that is like the Disney parks, got not it. the Universal parks. Got it, got it, got it. But apparently, I sorry, super like off topic. Apparently, there is like a thing like we can travel around the countries at Universal too. I did not know about that. Very cool. Yeah. I know. I know that you mentioned um, how impactful family road trips were, and I have to completely agree. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that has been like one of the worst moments in my life, and like some of the best moments in my life happened in a car with my family. So (laughs) I feel that on like such like a high level because like I feel like when you're stuck. With anyone for that, like in a vehicle for that amount of time, like first of all, you can't get away from each other, so you have to decide in that moment: Am I going to be completely annoyed with this person, or are we just going to become best friends because we are so stupid in this moment? Correct. And it's very different from a plane because you have there's like, um, there's no. You're still yeah, yeah. You're still like part of a society and part yeah, of the like, public when you're eye in your car, when you're there's no filters like no, obviously like you not. have to like make sure that you're driving safe mm-hmm. but like but anything like, can happen yeah any embarrassing moments or anything like it's- <gasps> one of my friends so <laughs> i have some friends and like they go down to georgia a lot and she was like yeah our last trip that we took my brother got like we drove all the way down to where do they like, what state is in between Georgia and Kentucky? There's, like, a state in between there, I feel like, right? Yeah. Whatever state yeah. that is. Is that North Carolina? Oh, yeah. Nor- the yeah, Carolinas. North Car- yeah. So yeah. she was like, we got all the way to North Carolina before my brother realized that he didn't have shoes on. Like, they left really, really early in the morning, and so he had just gotten into the car without shoes on, and they'd driven... Like to, to like, North Carolina. To North Carolina, and they take a break. Is that the only shoes that he packed? Yeah, like, I just don't think he packed shoes. Wow. So they had to, like, go to a Walmart that's... and buy him shoes. Yeah? But, like, well, you right, can't just do that on a, like, on a plane. No. Like, you have to have shoes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, wow, Home Alone. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Passes oh, wow. to Kevin. Passes to Kevin. <laughs> right. Kevin's not here. <laughs> Kevin. I had I had to dream about Georgia. I've gone to Georgia one time. I went um in the Savannah area. Okay. Shout out to like to Savannah. It is a gorgeous like downtown Savannah is absolutely gorgeous. Um but yeah, it was actually a funny story. We went there. We were actually on our way to Florida. Um yeah. And we brought our dog. <laughs> so, but, like, we had a family friend that lives in Savannah, Georgia, on the outskirts or whatever. So, we were planning to spend the night at her house yeah. and just continue the thing. But my mom didn't really tell her that we brought our dog along. Oh, no. So, and then, like, I don't know. I don't know what I... I don't know how, how how do you do that? How do you, as a child, I mean, I wasn't really, how would you as a teenager be like, what, am I supposed to confront my mom's friend about the dog 
that yeah. we're supposed to like what well, I don't have her number I'm not gonna call like we don't have that relationship I don't know it's weird yeah, yeah. so then and like my mom didn't want to do it. she was like well I wasn't really plan. I was kind of wanting for her to like like the dog to stay in the car I guess with, like, the window, one window rolled down or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's, like, what happened. And I was like, oh, well, I can't argue with that. I don't I don't see another solution <laughs> to that. So we went to this... Sorry. <laughs> we went to her house. And, oh, okay, well, first we got there at, like, midnight. Ooh. Really late. Um, and then, you know, thankfully our dog had a bed. It was actually in... Yeah, our dog had a small bed. We put her in the back seat. With puppy pads, food, water, one window was rolled down. It was very nice out. Um, and then the next morning, we decided to talk to tell the family friend that we had an animal in our car. <laughs> and then she obviously started freaking out. She was like, "You guys are idiots. You should have told me. We could have brought her in." But yeah, that's a funny Georgia story. I love Georgia. Yeah. I went on a mission trip in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, you jo- did. Georgia. Georgia. Georgina. Um, shout out to all of the people at ASOM. Love you guys. Okay, I would just like to point something out. One of, like, not, like, my biggest accomplishment, but, like, one of my biggest flexes in life is, like, I don't know if you, if you have TikTok, like, Cam J on, he's a Christian TikToker. I met him before he blew up on tiktok oh my gosh and we did like an outreach together and then like after that like he came back and a few months later he was like he got really really famous on tiktok and i was like did you get to follow him like on his social i mean like i follow him him, but he doesn't follow me but like oh man you should have i know like we actually so we filmed like our team filmed a team filmed a tiktok with like their team right and, like, so, like, I was in a TikTok with him, but TikTok deleted that TikTok. And I was, like... And, oh, wow. I was, like, are you kidding me? I was, like, my proof. That's the only proof, yeah, that you have. But huh. it happened, so just believe me. Weird flex? Weird flex, but okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, 53 minutes. That was a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Me, too. If anyone actually stayed through this whole thing. <laughs> I really appreciate that, and I hope that you guys, like, tune in for some more of our craziness. This is just an introductory episode. Very chill. We didn't really have a format for this. Nope. But in the future, we'll be interviewing people who have been inspirational to us, random people that we find. Yes, And if any of you guys have stories that you want to share or that you think will impact people, let us know. Yeah. And if you want to send it as well we can like read off some things yeah as well yeah it's been fun guys we appreciate your undivided attention (laughs) and remember that you are beautiful and jesus loves you very much amen Alrighty. bye ciao that's ciao from the bells (laughs) Bye. bye